Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 1 of Hands Up, the education podcast that takes a light-hearted look at all the quirks that make being a teacher, an educator, or just part of a school a truly unique experience. My name's Jordan Firth, I'm a Year 2 teacher, and I'm joined by fellow teacher, co-host, and co-creator, Mark Tomlinson. Hello. In this episode, Mark will be looking at Saved by the Bell in his famous fictional school. I'll count down the top school-related items that could be used as currency. And for our teacher talking point, we're discussing the question, if someone came into your classroom to take one thing away, what would you be dreading they pick up? It's great to have you with us, so sit down, cross your legs, or make sure your chair's tucked in. Four legs, Mark, and let's get started. So back with a, a fresh new season, season four. The last episode, of course, being a bit of pre-season, mm. um, talking about getting back into the swing of things, going back to school. And we've been back to school now for almost a week. Yeah. How are you finding it? Great. Yeah. Good. We've chosen our um, reading book for the class, for story time. The Witches rolled out. You know it? We're reading the same book. No we way. started it today. Right. So this is what you you need to do just to keep this going throughout yeah. school. I've convinced my class that one of the teachers <laughs> a <witch>. is a witch, <laughs> and so and if you know the story well, when when uh, when Grandma tells about the things that you need to look out for yeah. for a witch, so big nostrils, pointy shoes, um, wig, yeah. um, what's yeah, the, scratching the head, scratching the head with the wig, wig. yeah. yeah um, so I've convinced my class. <laughs> that at least one female member of staff in our school is a witch. And that, oh, blue tinge on the teeth is the other one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course. So I've said, you know, just keep looking out for it. Keep looking out for those shoes, nice shoes, pointy shoes, you know. Teacher scratches her head. Could be a telltale sign. Now, interestingly, I read... Uh, I read the, just the opening today. Yeah. So just where it, it doesn't say what the telltale signs are, but it basically no. says that... There could be a, a witch, you know, because yeah. you might live next door. It yeah. might even be your Indeed. school teacher. Yeah. But unlike you, Mark, I went <laughs> down the other route of obviously. Don't worry. There's no, <laughs> there's no, <laughs> not really any witches because some of them look genuinely terrified. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> and also I didn't want to offend any female <laughs> members of staff. Well, I got a, I got a message today from a, a parent who is also a head teacher in another school. She sent me a, a message about her daughter in regards to something else. But she also said at the end of the message, she's loving the witches and can't wait to find out which teacher in the school <laughs> is a witch. Let's have a look then at my countdown for this week. Now, you've heard the cliches before, haven't you? You're looking for something in school. Maybe you've asked to borrow something. Something's run out and the re- reply has been, they're like gold dust those or you could use those as currency and there's there's certain items in school that just seem to be in short supply so I was wondering if the world economic system collapsed and we were living in a dystopian future where we could only purchase things by trade which school items would fetch the highest price what would be worth the most Mm. so let's take a look so I've gone for pens now this one is kind of a, a supply and demand one. Like, it depends on the situation how valuable this would be. Because I know full well that there are literally hundreds of pens in school. There are loads of pens in school. I know that. But if I need to make 
a note really quickly of something a parent's told me, or I'm on the phone and I need to quickly write a contact number down. Can I find a pen? <laughs> Literally never. So in that case, a pen would fetch a high price. I've got a, a number of post-it notes on my desk at the moment, either written in crayon, <laughs> felt-tip pen, or chalk. <laughs> White chalk and a yellow post-it trying to (laughs) decode it. At Blue Tack. Now, at the beginning of a school year, I'd feel like the wealthiest man in the world with my huge clumps of Blue Tack that I've got back after taking all my displays down. The the Branson of Blue Tack. I might even be a bit of a Blue Tack uh, philanthropist. Go on, Matt, you ever got that? Philanthropist. Philanthropist. Sharing a blue tack, you know, willy-nilly, you want to borrow some? Sure, here, have some of mine. <laughs> and then it's all gone before I've even put half my classroom up when I come in over summer. And by the time my classroom's back to normal, I've gone through the two new packs that I order. Every year, by the way, always order two new packs of blue tack as well. So I think, where does it go? And then you might, like, get further on in the end, maybe you take down the first display you put up and I've, and I've thought been too generous i've used like a cherry sized ball in each corner of the pen you know that's an nqt (laughs) it is i've been to grab it like a lottery winner who goes bankrupt within the year that's what i've been like with (laughs) blue tag (laughs) you're like viv nicholson I don't have my bell with me. Oh, who won £40,000 in the 60s and said all she was going to do with it was spend, spend, spend. You're like that with Blue Blue Tack. Tack. You're like the Viv Nicholson of the infant school, but in regards to Blue Tack and not money. I'm going to put that as my new Twitter bio. (laughs) (laughs) She was from Castleford. Is she? Las Vegas. Mm Every day's a school day. <laughs> yeah, I've probably cut that bit out. Whiteboard pens. Now, this is proper trade, this one. Fresh out the packet, it's going to fetch a high price. Still works, but the nib's been flattened because the children press down too hard on the whiteboard. Yeah. It's not ideal, but probably take it. Yeah. And look, even if it makes that really faint outline on the whiteboard, I'd still sell it to my buyer saying the same words I say to the children who complain when they get a rubbish pen. I can still read your writing, so it's not going into the bin until I can. (laughs) And of course, the most valuable asset in any school is glue sticks. It had to be. And say what you want about this. Like, I make quite a lot of jokes on Twitter about never having enough glue sticks and (laughs) stuff like that. And they are, of course, jokes, Mark. But they're sometimes met. And I admit, this is quite rare, but I've had someone say before, why do you even need them? Children shouldn't be sticking things in books anyway. You shouldn't use worksheets ever. They're the devil. And it's like, <laughs> oh, come on. It's like sending a letter nowadays has a certain romance to it, doesn't it, mm. now? And of course, Indeed. it's nicer to receive a letter. But sometimes I'll use a worksheet for the exact same reason I won't write a letter to someone and instead just send them a text. It does the exact same job. <laughs> it's easier and it's quicker. Now, of course, I'm not saying that we use like loads of words, which we don't at all as a school. Um, but we are an infant school. I'm a year two teacher, last year, year one. So shoot me, I like doing a bit of cutting and sticking. But is there ever enough glue sticks to go around? 
Well, maybe now, in September, before the children decide to cover every square inch of the back of the paper yeah. that they're using before they stick it in, or the glue stick lids are sucked into an alternate dimension, which, let me just say, if there is an infinite number of universes with infinite timelines or alternate dimensions, then there must be one out there that's got loads of glue sticks in it, because all mine are missing. They all end up somewhere. Where do they go? How can they just vanish into thin air? I'll say to the children, but I'll I'll look for them as well. And I can't find them. Honestly, they've gone. They've gone, Matt. Like, I don't know where they are. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> you got very angry there, yeah. uh, didn't you? Um, and I was worried for a little while. That's why I moved all the sharp objects <laughs> off the desk. Just on, just following on from the glue stick things. Surely another currency could yeah. be glue stick lids yeah now i last year got into the habit of when the glue stick ran out yeah. keeping the lid oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that yeah that would be a good mm. uh, method of currency mm. the other um <laughs> the other thing i would consider for for this particular item what about children Using their, <laughs> trade, trade children. them in as child labor you know go back to the victorian times where children were used to mine coal, clean chimneys or pickpocket. This one's really good at picking staples off off the floor, but here's the catch. It'll be halfway through a lesson when you don't want it to. (laughs) That's the catch. Make the trade. I'll give you three glue sticks for it. Let's have a look then at our teacher talking point this week, kind of talking about items in school that we feel are valuable to us. Um, Mr. Brassington at Brassateach, uh, tweeted this question out. I come into your classroom to take one item away. What are you dreading? I'll pick up. Got quite a few responses, which we'll read out from Twitter. Um, Alfred Back, Mr. Back, said uh, my interactive whiteboard clicker. Now, I've got one small thing with this. This is what are you, what are you really dreading? It's like, what would be the mm. worst thing for him to take away? Mm. Now, for me... If I had my interactive whiteboard clicker, which I'm sure is really, really handy, mm. but he took my interactive whiteboard, that would be slightly worse. Yes, I feel like that indeed. would be yeah, yeah. a bit more inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think people were thinking like staple remover, mm. but I can Yeah, not really thinking the bigger that, picture, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, at Bexy Biscuit said, um, my joy. someone came into my classroom and took mine a very long time ago like a dementor sucking your joy away Uh got offset aren't they (laughs) nice LT (laughs) oh sorry John you're part of that now aren't you no 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 just LT LT, I'm just LT you're LT so you're not offending me just your senior (laughs) senior (laughs) bosses just your senior leaders they don't listen to me (laughs) <laughs> we'll soon find out uh, at BBC Teaching said anything because it will undoubtedly cause a landslide of papers and stuff <laughs> which I love that yeah. the idea that if you just took one thing <laughs> an avalanche um, at Mr Bamboo underscore teach says one of the students paperwork would be horrendous at miss underscore shears underscore says that my whiteboard pen i can't teach without fiddling with it in my hand helps me concentrate i was having a discussion the other day actually about 
because uh, we've just been given these calm boxes. Did you get yours yeah, today? Yeah, did today, yeah. Had a good yeah. little play around yeah. with it. Yeah. Wobbly banana. Yeah, yeah, love that. Was yeah. it a lemon? Or was my, it a banana? Mine was a banana. <laughs> oh, cracky. I'm sure mine's a lemon. Anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll go back anyway, to Anyway, um, and I was having this conversation earlier because they're just for uh, children to, to fiddle with or mm. just, you know, just to calm them down yeah, if they yeah. want some. And I was saying that I... I'm a big fiddler, but even when I teach, I tend to walk around with a, a little bit of blue tack and I just ah, kind yeah. of yeah. pick it in. Okay, yeah. Mainly because, as you know, blue tack is very valuable to me. <laughs> yeah. um, but it does, it just gives some to do. Do you do that? Are you a bit of a fiddler? <laughs> <laughs> Operation Nutri on the phone. <laughs> Rephrase the question and then I'll be happy to answer it. Do you? I don't know how. I literally don't know how to put it in. Do you like to fiddle? <laughs> <laughs> do you fidget with things? Like, yeah, you need to keep no, no, busy? no, I, no, I don't, not at all, no. So right. I don't, I find, no, I don't think I have anything in my hands whilst I'm teaching. Going back to your blue tack thing, though, is mm. do you have one just bit of blue tack that you just go back to all the time or you. Do you know what I mean? Is that your fidget blue tack? <laughs> I'd know, kind of. I have like a, a bit of emergency blue tack that I keep on the top right hand corner of my smart board, just on the frame. Noted. <laughs> yeah. Duly noted. And so I tend to just pick that off and, and I'll pick right. it and then okay. I'll put it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Miss Parry 12 says, the piano, but I'd be really impressed. Now, I, do you remember I used to have a piano yeah. in my room? Yeah. And the, we we bought a new piano for the hall and it was just kind of going spare mm-hmm. and I was like, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love a piano yeah. in my room. <laughs> Can't play the piano. Had no intention to. I just thought it'd look really cool to have yeah. a piano in my room. <laughs> Pianos are big and I'd, <laughs> my room wasn't that big to begin with. Did it turn into some kind of worship it table? Was a, it basically was a display. <laughs> a display. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a nice idea. Um, at Jimmy underscore McFoz. The this is this is the right lines. So Matier. Yes. Of course. Of yes. course, yeah. Good Indeed. one that yeah. one, Jimmy. Yeah. Um Laura at Miss Jog ninety two says, um my projector remote. Many people have gone before their time after I irrationally jumped to the assumption that they stole my remote. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that. So we we've got a fancy new um smart boards haven't we mm. that, that are backlit I do yeah. not miss no. the projectors no, and no. their lukewarm no. light bulbs yeah. that just <laughs> you try to watch a, <laughs> well obviously not try to watch a film you're trying to put an educational yeah. video on of course you're yeah. not watching my neighbour Totoro watching Minions <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but of course Minions if you were watching Minions mm. um, are obviously very brightly coloured and yellow yes. and in a bright classroom yeah Difficult to Difficult see. see right. yeah. um, at Miss B Primary says, my pointer, I'm five foot two. <laughs> I use my pointer, I'm six yeah. foot two. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, at Josie Folk 35 says, unmarked books. Now, the question was, what wouldn't you want someone to take? Yeah. Someone <laughs> takes my pile of marking. Yeah. <laughs> Off you go. Off you Don't pop. let me stop you. <laughs> <laughs> my stamps are at the side. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything, Matt, that you um, would be distressed about if someone? Yeah, well, the, uh, yeah. Any any adult support would yeah. I think would be the big one. I think for me, yeah. Uh, I think of anything else. Uh, no, the adult support one, I think, is the right. 
there was a question on Twitter so the other day. Maybe we can feature this a bit more heavily, but I was going to ask you it now, just mm. off the cuff. And it was, um, you could only have one, mm. a normal whiteboard or interactive whiteboard. Mm. What do you have? Interactive whiteboard. Yeah. It was like this Twitter poll. And it was like 75% <laughs> whiteboard. I'm like, but why? You can do so much more. What you normally do on an interactive whiteboard and then have the entirety of the world, like all of the world's information at your fingertips as well. Was, I, there, was there any responses, you know, as a thread to say why people There were a few. I feel like people were trying to maybe just kind of sound a bit old school and that they maybe wanted to feel like yeah. well I'm a good enough teacher but I don't need, don't need all that which of course we don't need one no, but no. I'd much prefer to have one yeah yeah anyway yeah. that's for well, that's interesting that's a, for, for another yeah. time <laughs> that's, a, that's another rant for another day <laughs> <laughs> from me <laughs> um, let's have a look at your famous fictional school then mm. Saved by the Bell now I've said to you off air, should we call it before the podcast yeah again just slightly before my time so yeah. Not familiar with it. It's been a while since we've done a famous fictional school. And I said to you before, I always enjoy just sitting back yes. and being educated yeah. on a bit of pop 1989 culture. 1989 to 1993, Jordan, was uh, its glory years. So yeah, I was born in 91. So. Ah, right. Okay. And the reason why I chose it um, was because it's been a big year, hasn't it, for news? Would you say? <laughs> a couple of things have happened. A couple yeah. of big things have happened along the way this year. Big thing for news. So quite... It's quite understandable how we've missed this bit of news. It's gone under the radar. Sure, right. But Saved by the Bell mm. is having a reboot. <gasps> 2020 reboot. That's as far as I got with my interest in that. Yep, sure. I, I'm yeah. I'm not that bothered, not interested in that. But I read it somewhere on BuzzFeed or something, and I thought, oh, interesting. That got went under the radar because of everything else that's been going on. So, yeah. so. Anyway, Saved by the Bell, American set in a school called Bayside High School. And it follows the wacky exploits. I know that doesn't work on a podcast, does it? I do that. (laughs) But it's just for you. (laughs) Wacky exploits of a group of teenagers. Oof, I'm totally honest. Jordan. Never failed to make me want to punch them in their sanctimonious (laughs) face every time they came on air. (laughs) Um, The two main characters are a guy called Zach. Yeah. And a guy called Screech. Screech was a school nerd. Yeah. And Zach was what you would consider to be the... Doing it again? Yeah, the air uh, quotation. Cool kid. Mm, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um, Now, I had a little look on Wikipedia, as you do. And 84 episodes were made, Saved by the Bell. Oh, 84 yeah. episodes. Uh, it also spawned a Saved by the Bell... The college years, Saved by the Bell, the new class, Ooh. and two made-for-TV films, Saved by the Bell, Hawaiian style, <laughs> <laughs> and Saved by the Bell, wedding in Las Vegas. Wow! Mm. Why don't um, we just in our everyday lives get these exciting spin-offs? I like, know. Where's yeah, yeah. you know, Miss Fever Matt Tomlinson? What, Hawaii style? <laughs> Blackpool style or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could we could have a wedding in Las Vegas. I mean, there's nothing stopping us. There isn't. There's a, well, well, a few travel restrictions. Yeah. And, and travel restrictions and all of that. But still, you know. It's doable. In the future. Never say never. Uh, no. Now, so as you would agree, there's an awfully lot of television 
where I would want to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's an awful lot of televisions that I ruined from 1989 to 1993. Mm. I was an angry young man. I would sum it up for you, the uninitiated, as Grange Hill with laughs, better hair and skin products. Right, okay. That's my little summary of it. Yeah? Doesn't sound too bad. Now, primarily, say by the Bell, focused a lot of its storylines on the students getting into a few scrapes, you know, a few hijinks, that kind of thing. But every now and then, it focused on some more adult-orientated themes, such as homelessness and death, uh, the environment, women's rights. And like Grangeville, it also had one episode about drug taking. Yeah. Now, when I was younger, watching uh, Zamo slide into heroin addiction on a Friday night with a tray on my knees, eating my Finder's crispy pancakes, chips and beans. Yeah, can I just say and jump yeah. in, just check out the Grain Chill look previous podcast, find them oh, on the yes. Grain Chill, yeah, an, yeah. an amazing um, yeah. description of, yeah. of that saga. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that, Jordan. Yeah, um, the BBC aired that, 10 past 5, yeah. Friday night, so we could all sit and watch it. When Saved by the Bell aired their addiction episode, they took it off their normal Saturday morning schedule yeah and broadcast it on an evening past the watershed past the watershed found that quite interesting um now the episode itself is brilliant and i urge you to youtube it right yeah. us a bit and it's a girl called jesse who gets addicted to caffeine pills right and there's a brilliant scene where zach the cool one and mm. um, goes to into her bedroom to kind of stop her from taking these caffeine pills. And she starts singing, um, I'm so excited by the Pointer Sisters. Yeah. Now, as somebody off the shits on drugs, uh, or a representation of, of somebody off the on drugs goes, it's up there with Jimmy Corkill from Brookside when he takes ecstasy for the first time. If you've not seen it, if you've got a bell, you might need to ring it. I don't know yeah, if you know who Jimmy Cockle is. It's worth watching. It's brilliant. So just seek it out. Say by the bell, drugs episode. It's worth watching. I've also YouTubed an episode called Snow White and the Seven Dorks. Yeah. Now, if there are any teachers out there pondering what they're going to do for their end of year school production, <laughs> right. I can highly recommend they research Say by the Bell, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It's the traditional fairy tale, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. But instead of dwarfs, geeky dorks. Yeah. To a hip-hop soundtrack. It is TV gold. Here are just a few of the storylines. Bayside High School, Say by the Bell. Yeah. Feeling sorry for Screech due to being able to find a girlfriend, Zach dresses up as a girl and goes on a date with him. <laughs> which backfires when Screech falls for him and tries to <laughs> him. Is that what it'd say on the TV guide? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, Zach secretly takes pictures of the girls' swim team to sell as part of a Girls of Bayside High calendar. 
Zack gets Screech to dress up as an alien so he can photograph him and sell the photos to a tabloid newspaper as part of an alien invasion story. Having found $5,000, Zack and Screech are chased around the mall by mobsters. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> a Hollywood film star arrives at Bayside High to film an anti-drugs commercial and then he's caught offering cannabis to one of the students. And then... Zach, the cool one, yep. uh, and school principal, Mr. Belding, gets stuck in a lift during an earthquake. And Mr. Belding's wife goes into labour. <laughs> I, I love this. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Um, now, when I, I used to watch Say by the Bell when I was... I'd have been in my late teens at the time when it came out. Yep. And Zach, uh, the character of Zach was the first character that I experienced of breaking the fourth wall, yeah. talking to the viewers down the camera, yeah. often telling us about the plans for his money-making scheme for that particular episode. I mean, he was a rich kid, was Zach, but he was about wanting to make money and using his friends to help him make money. Yeah, yeah. And he was one of those characters who I would gladly take to the Nevada desert, <laughs> just me, him, <laughs> And the spade, and watch him dig his own grave before I whacked him over the head with the spade and merrily drive back home. Do you now, know what that would be for me? Mm. It's for any um, newish parents out there, anyone that's got anything from, you know, a, a baby to three, anyone who watches CBeebies, yeah. the CBeebies character, Bing. Oh, yeah. Now, if you don't I'm know who Bing, Bing is, yeah. oh, mm. that would be the only character I think I'd be yeah. willing to do that mm. far as well. Anyway, sorry. So Bing and Zach yeah. in a grave in the Nevada desert. Suits Let us know if there's anybody else you want to put in there. <laughs> Answers on a postcard. <laughs> However, just to finish this off, this bit off about Bayside High School and uh, Say by the Bell. Yeah. When researching it, and I knew, I, I remembered there was a there was only one really male character in the... There was actually two male characters in the show. There was Mr. Dewey who was the teacher, who seemed to teach every subject. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was a high school, but he taught everything. So if the kids were doing science that day, Mr. Dewey, maths, there he is again, yeah. English. And then the principal was Mr. Belding. And as I'm writing writing my notes up, with Mr. Belding, Mr. Say by the bell. Belding. Belding. Mr. Belding, saved by the Belding. Anyway, I, I had 20 minutes just laughing to myself. <laughs> oh, about that. I don't know what that says about my state of mind. Yeah, that's what my I was sense of humour. Maybe I need to get out more, you know. But uh, anyway, yeah, check it out. Check out the drugs one and check out the hip hop musical one. When I asked you at the start of this episode, um, have you found the first few weeks back at school if you'd have given me that anecdote that yeah. would have told me everything I need to know about how the first few weeks have gone you sat there going bell ding yeah bell having like an epiphany yeah. because I typed it into my word document and obviously it, it, it wasn't recognised as a spelling so I got a little red line under it bell ding yeah. like, bell ding bell ding bell ding it's been a long week hasn't it right? <laughs> And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. As teachers, it's rare we have anyone's attention for five minutes at a time, let alone 30. So thank you so much for that. Give us a follow on Twitter at HandsUpPod. Keep an eye out for all of us posts and we just might feature you on the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, pass it on to another teacher or educator or anyone else 
you feel might enjoy listening. And don't forget to subscribe, give us a quick rating if you can, or even better, leave us some feedback with your preferred podcast provider. That's all for this one. Class dismissed. Oh, like the, like the ding of a bell. Bell yes. ding. Ugh.